Hey there, this is Mark, and thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth podcast. Today I want to talk about, uh, well, society's moral decline. You know, in the world we live in today, the basis of our morality is something that not many people agree on anymore. Wouldn't you agree with that statement at least? Some people will refer to ethics or culturally accepted practices as their basis for morality, while other people will look to certain individuals to dictate what's right or wrong, whether they be priests or pastors or politicians. But you know, the reality is that the Bible makes it very clear that our basis for thinking about morality is no one other than Jesus Christ himself. And furthermore, if we want to see a moral revival in our land, well, we need to open ourselves up to the person of Jesus Christ and and his message and his work. Now, I realize there's a lot of disagreement today as to whether our world is actually suffering from moral decay. I don't know, people are living in a cave or something who would not agree that we're living in a world of moral decay, but... But I know this much. Our world is not in the moral standards that God would want us to be in. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 2 tells us plainly about the condition of the human heart as the day of the Lord's coming gets closer, where the Apostle Paul writes, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy. Wouldn't you agree that those are all characteristics that we're seeing in our society today, which in my estimation equals moral decay? Well, the question is today how we as Christians should respond to the lack of morality that we're facing today without coming across as ranting religious quacks, extremists, judgmental or holier than thou. After all, our mission as Christians is to be light and salt in the world, attracting people to Christ, not repelling them. Unfortunately, we have to admit that we Christians can stand to be corrected in our addressing of these issues in relation sometimes to our attitudes or even in the ways that we address them. It's a fine line to walk and a tricky thing to accomplish, to be sure. Now, some people will choose to openly confront the principalities of this world by taking it to the streets or to government agencies and officials and even sometimes to court. Many believers impose and insist on having a say in matters of all kinds of morality. I'll let you pick the lane. There are so many of them. But what does God's word say we should do in response to the ever-changing moral landscape of our world? It's in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14 that the author tells us, If my people, who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sin, and heal their land. 
I want you to notice the clear command from God. First, we as followers of Jesus, we're called to humble ourselves. What does that mean? Well, humbling ourselves is not debasing ourselves or making less of ourselves as a person or as a people group, but it's making much of Jesus and what he has done for us. A lot of people will practice a false form of humility, you know, debasing themselves, lowering themselves, condemning themselves in an effort to somehow make things right with God by suffering. But, you know, true humility is recognizing that Jesus suffered in our place and we can cast all of our cares on him. And as he is exalted and lifted up, well, he lifts us up as well. Second Chronicles also says to seek God's face and turn from our wicked ways. So we're first to humble ourselves before the Lord, exalting Jesus Christ. And then secondly, before we point our finger at somebody else's sin, we need to first recognize and confess the sin that exists in our own lives. See God's face, turn from our wicked ways. It seems to me that Second Chronicles is saying that most of the solution to solving the morality problems in the world starts with us. It starts with our own lives. Literally living morally and uprightly before God ourselves. And when that begins to happen, it's then that God says that he'll begin to heal the land. You see, God will always 100% of the time respond to humility. There's no question that many of the issues that are out there today are bigger than us individually, but none of them are bigger than God. Furthermore, in all the turmoil around us, we need to continue to ask ourselves, where is Jesus in this situation? You see, our main goal as Christians is to seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. And then finally, I'd re reiterate God's call for us to repentance as a people of God. You see, the Bible is a mirror for self-reflection, not a telescope to review the lives of others. It's only in the Holy Spirit through the compelling power of Jesus' name that can change the hearts of other people. And we, as followers of Jesus, were simply responsible for our own morality. What matters most is that we ourselves are right in our standing with God. Are we? Are you? Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week.